Oh, my goodness. We're talking recruiting. And if you're talking Nebraska recruiting, you're talking Kenny Wilhite. You are Locked On Huskers, your daily podcast on the Nebraska Cornhuskers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, gang, DP. Ticket Lincoln America. Thank you for making Lockdown Huskers your first watch and listen each and every single day. Greatly appreciate it. Uh, this episode is brought to you by the folks of FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Lockdown. FanDuel.com slash Lockdown for discounts and d- details. You know, you can whatever UFC your thing, March Madness your thing, you XFL your thing. They got you covered there at FanDuel. Dot com make every moment more this episode i do want to talk about recruiting the process the actual process of how recruits find their way onto the roster at the university of nebraska and if you want to talk about that at the university of nebraska you're talking about one man and one man oh. only coach, coach Teddy Teddy Will. Will. what's happening coach what's up my guy dp how you doing brother i'm good thank you for doing this thank you for the look sometimes the 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 the, the studio is a classroom Today they're gonna learn today. They're gonna learn today. They're gonna learn today on how what this process is. First of all, let folks know what your title was with the University of Nebraska. Well, formerly known as the Director of High School Relations. Uh, what that entails is uh, in-state recruiting, walk-on program. I was also the pro liaison. So through all of that, and how long did you do that? I did that for seven years. Seven years of. Owning the state of Nebraska when it comes to, to, to high school football, knowing the coaches, knowing the players, knowing the families, uh, and then somehow being the liaison and connecting the best players in the state of Nebraska and getting them onto uh, and into the program at the University of Nebraska. So let's go through the process. First things first is identifying talent. Yes. Give me some of the ways that you actually get introduced to the talent around the state of Nebraska. Well, Twitter has become one of our uh, recruiting's best friends because a lot of guys post their highlight videos on there, their their offers on there. So if you see that or or if you see an offer or if you see a highlight video, you watch it. If you, if you think as a kid that you think can help the University of Nebraska, now the recruiting process starts. If you see something that sparks, and sometimes it's everything, sometimes it's something, once that happens, what is the process? So for all the parents and athletes out there that want to know what they should be doing to get Kenny Wilhite's attention, what should they do? First and foremost, you got to have a Twitter. When I say you have a Twitter, use your own personal name, not an alias, not a street name. Use your government name. It's easier to find you. On your Twitter, also have your information, address, phone number, email, your huddle video. And your huddle video needs to be one continuous clip, not one clip, then another clip, then another clip, but one continuous highlight. Once that is done, and if I find you, I will friend you on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snap, whatever. I'll find you on all those um, social media outlets and friend you. If you're a player of age, I'll DM you. If you're a player of, of not of age, then I'll reach out to your high school coach. We'll get that process started that way. Should the coach and the school be prominent in these profiles? Yes. yes. Right? That's coach, simple, right? Also, include your high school coach, his contact information. That way I don't have to 
trying to Google him or call the school to get his information. Cell phone numbers are prevalent. Emails are prevalent. And then uh, the school, of course. Coach, in this right now, you've, 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 not, you've identified them and now the notification process. Do you go, would you prefer to talk to parents or coaches? First and foremost, I want to talk to the coaches, get a blanket background on the kid. Good kid, troubled kid, houses, parent life, single parent, two parent home, mom and dad work, good jobs, they struggling. That way you'll get some information that you could have noted. And then once you contact the kid, then you'll, you'll also you know, include the parents. After that contact, now we mentioned films. Yes. And you and I have jokingly just laughed and howled because there are good films and then there are bad films. Let's start with the things that you must have in your film. Well, you, you must have, if you're whatever position you, you play, you, please put your best highlights first. Don't put a, a highlight of you, you know, running and helping on the tackle. Put your best highlights first, whether it be a tackle, a, a pancake block, a, a, a score. Make sure your best highlights are first because your first four clips is what keeps our attention. Uh, fifth and sixth clip keeps our attention even more. We get to eight and nine, you may be a guy that we want. But we, you can lose us in your first four clips. Now, <laughs> the other side of that, bad clips. What, what, when you watch it and you go, oh, man, I can't even watch this. Well, if you're falling down and you're making a tackle, that's not a good clip. That's not a good clip. Or if you, if you catch a ball and you cut it off before the end of the, the clip, that means you either fumbled or you got caught. If you're running for a touchdown and you get caught and you cut the clip off before then, or you cut it off because you, you got stripped, that's not a good clip. We want the full clip or a good clip. That's something we can evaluate. How long should this clip, this series of clips be? Uh, maybe a minute, minute to two minutes. It doesn't have to be long. Like I said, the first four clips is what attracts us. If they're bad clips, you're going to lose our attention. If the first four clips are really good, we're going to get to eight and nine. And then once we get to 10, we're like, yeah, this is a kid that we need to, to contact with to make sure we, we, we have all his information. It's it's always funny, right, that no, no matter what position, players will circle, and then they will show what's going on. I, I, I have to ask, Eddie, because I, I need this. The We need the arrow that points yes. to them, circle them. You can but, just use an arrow. But their number should be in their profile. Their jersey number should be. I missed that point. Your jersey number, your height and weight should all be in your profile. Like It's not that complicated. It's, it is not that complicated. It's not that complicated. No. So through all of that, and again, we have so much to talk to Kenny about. I, I plan to make Kenny a, a weekly part of this podcast because there's so much information that he's there. This is the first episode. We'll go to the first break. But when we come back, we'll go a little bit deeper into this thing of what happens after the film catches his eye, what's next? We'll talk about that on Locked on Huskers with Kenny Walker. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked on College Basketball Podcast. 
Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome back, DP. Locked On Huskers. Once again, thank you for making Locked On Huskers your first watch, your first listen each and every single day. We appreciate it. Take time now, if you would, subscribe. Down there, put your comments down there. If you have questions down there, put them down in the box. We'll get them to you in the next episode. We'll do that. Share, follow, and subscribe if you would, please. Uh, this is the first watch of the day. Your second watch should be Locked on College Basketball. Uh, Isaac and Andy take you through. They get you all the details you need. Prepare you for March Madness. Great coaches, co- coaching conversations. Great player conversations. All of that and more. You can follow it on YouTube or whatever way you consume your podcast. We're talking to Coach Kenny Wilhite and the recruiting process. It is a thing of fascination to me, Coach, that the conversations aren't known. What happens in the first communication between you and a potential recruit? Well, again, we contact the coach. We make sure the, the kid is a legitimate kid. He doesn't have any issues. And once I reach out to the kid, First thing I want to do is get to know the kid. You know, have, does he have brothers? Does he have sisters? Two-parent home, again, the coach should know that information, but I'll ask the kid somehow. Uh, you know, you don't want to be intrusive, but you got to ask him so you'll know. You know, both parents, what does your mom and dad do? You know, older brother, younger brother, do they play sports? What other sports do you play? You know, what kind of food do you like? Are you a pizza guy or you a burger guy? Uh, you play video games. Are you a video gamer? Are you a guy that takes your sports serious and you work out, you know, instead of playing video games? Just just the general stuff. And then, um, you know, how's, how's, how's school? Do you like school? How are your grades? First thing first is grades. Your, your GPA and your test score should also be included on, on your huddle film. So we're going to check your grades. If your grades are good, then we're going to continue that the communication process. If your grades aren't good, then we're gonna we're gonna have to have a talk about you know you trying to get your grades better in order for us to continue this uh, recruiting process. If by the time you see their film, right? Well, sometimes you know if, if it's a sophomore playing varsity mm-hmm. or a junior playing varsity, at the point which they have enough film to post clips, they also have an academic profile. Yes, they should have an academic profile. And if they don't, it lets you know that, you know what, pause. We cannot invest resources, time, energy, phone calls, and texts on somebody that hasn't done the minimal work that's re- that's required. Yep. Is that a fair statement? That is a very fair statement. Again, we're going to do a background check. We're going to do an academic check. And then if there's work to be done, we're going to somehow try to educate you on how to get that work, to how to get caught up, to get either get your GPA caught up get a legitimate test score that, that that's NCA uh, qualified. Through all of that, the question of the day, and here's the drum roll, is through all these conversations, you talk to the coach, you talk to the parents, you look at the film, you check the academics, and then all of a sudden the conversation comes up, that magic five-letter word, money. How does, when does money pop into the conversation? When you say money, are you talking NIL or are you talking uh, scholarship? Both, either or. 
Well, <laughs> um, both of them are, are out of my uh, control. Uh huh. But what I can do is give you give your film and your information to the proper person that needs to get it evaluated. Once that once that is is evaluated, now we want to get you on campus. We want to get you on campus as early as possible. That way, we can sit down face to face, get to know you as a person. Now, if you're if you're a big time recruit where you have offers already, you know, hopefully you don't bring up money. But if you do, we can discuss money. There's proper people that proper people in place for you to discuss that with. I would never discuss money with you. The only thing I can discuss with you is how I can get you a scholarship to the University of Nebraska. Let me ask this. How many clips of film would you watch in a day? How many players would you see in the course of a day? I try to knock off uh, upward to 20 to 25 throughout the day. Mm -hmm. uh, you take lunch, and then you you possibly get more because after you watch one, now you want to start the if you if, if it's a kid that you think could play, now you want to start the communication process. If it's a kid of, of age, you reach out, you DM the kid, say hey, I need this information. Or if it's just a kid, you need to reach out to the coach. Now you you try to get in touch with the coach to get more information. Then you try to have the coach have the kid call you or reach out to you. So it all depends on how many kids you like and how many kids you don't like. I've I've have a notepad that have thirty kids with no's on them. Then I have a notepad that has 25 kids with yeses on them. Those yeses needs to be the communication process needs to start from that day. How much communication is it between you and a group coach? So let's say the defensive backs coach about positions of need, skills of need, uh, talents of need. How much of the conversation? Because there's no point in you looking at a five foot seven corner, even though even though you were a five foot nine corner. <laughs> five foot eight. You gave, you gave me five foot eight. No, but so if I found a corner, our our, our position coaches had specs. Mm -hmm. Kids, what height, weight, size, body types they wanted for their position, their certain position. But if I saw a five seven five eight corner that I thought that could legitimately play, me and that me and our defensive back coach used to talk about it. We'll sit down and I'll be like, yo, you need to watch this kid. He, he can play. He can help you. Um, no matter size, height, weight, if I thought a kid could help the University of Nebraska, I went to the position coach and told him, hey, you might need to watch this kid. He can help us. So the position coach decides who they want, um, who they don't want. So I made sure they knew if I thought a kid that could help us, I'm going to stand on the table for him. How much of that is, you like to use the phrase projecting forward. Mm -hmm. How much of that is projecting forward? That if you can see, you do you in your grades and the, the notes you pass along, information you share, is this, hey, this is a year one guy. This is a year two guy. This guy could help us on special teams, and I like the value of it. How much of that communication goes back and forth? It's, there's a lot of that. I mean, I, I'd be like, yo, this kid can help us year one, a la Luke Reimer. Mm -hmm. Um whether it be special teams, you know, as a backup, you always want to upgrade the talent on your roster. So I always say, oh, this kid can help us in a year. This kid can help us in two years. In three years, you get this kid in the weight room, get them on a three meal a day plan, off season, get stronger, get faster. By year three, he's contributing at some point. That's a big deal, right? And and especially you mentioned Luke Reimer, who this is walk on squad hall of fame 
right? That somebody, a local kid who gets in the system, gets in the program, embraces all the stuff that's required. And I would think that some of your conversation with these athletes is, are you willing to do the work that Luke Reimer did to, to get himself ready? How much of that is the conversation you have with these recruits? The work conversation is is always there. It's nothing in life is going to come easy. So you always tell a kid, you're going to have to put forth the effort in the weight room, in the off-season program, in the summer program, and you're going to have to get bigger. You're going to have to get stronger. You cannot come here thinking you you made it just because you were in that end, you were in that jersey. There's a lot of work involved. And there's a lot of uh, dedication. There's a lot of sacrifices that those kids have to make. Are you willing to make all those sacrifices? It's deep. All of this is deep. We'll put a pin here and go to break. When we come back in the final uh, portion of this episode, I want to ask him about parents. Because what I know as a coach and as a former player that parents could force you to recruit or not recruit. <laughs> we'll talk about that when we come back to close that line. Final segment of this episode, and again, I can't praise him enough because the work that's being done, uh, sometimes in the shadow, sometimes in the dark, sometimes as the unknown, and the anonymous, Coach Kenny Wilhite, helping make dreams happen. Like, that's a reality. Um, that's the good stuff. The things that you have to deal with, and as a parent, if you're watching this and you have a young person that's going through the recruiting process, Coach Wilhite can help you. He can actually help you provide, make decisions and decide on what to do and what not to do. What can a parent do to make you want to recruit their child more? The parent, first and foremost, needs to be honest with themselves. Is my kid good enough to play at a Division I school? Not just Nebraska, but a Division I school anywhere. That could be KU, Iowa, Kansas State, anywhere. But you have to be honest with yourself. You have to look yourself in the mirror and say, is my kid good enough? And if you think your kid is good enough, now you reach out to a school, send the film. But you don't need to send the film and then send 30 emails behind the film. That it doesn't. That doesn't help the cause. The film speaks for itself, and if there's any interest in your so son good. or daughter. That's so good. Son or daughter, there will be contact made. Um, another thing I want to say for parents is uh, we don't need helicopter parents. And when I say helicopter parents, that's a parent that's always trying to be involved. The kid controls what happens with him, whether it's playing time, if it's, if he's going to be on the team. He controls that. Nobody, You can't control it from the outside. The only person that control that is the kid. It's so simple but so necessary to say these things. And again, this is part of why I want to have Kenny as a part of this this podcast because we do a lot of recruiting talk. And in that, you want to be helpful and you want to be uh, enabling folks who watch this podcast to actually know what's going on, like to actually know the process through that. If you were trying to give student-athletes who are watching a key work ethic thing that is required, that you could ask them, okay, do you possess this one talent? What would that one talent be? Dedication. Dedication. Are you dedicated to to your sport, to your individual sport? Dedication. That's. I mean, again, a kid sitting at home playing video video games, he's not dedicated to his sport. A kid going out, smoking weed, drinking with his buddies, 
hanging out. He's not dedicated. He's dedicated to his sport. You have to make sacrifices. So dedication, sacrifice, and accountability. You have to be you're accountable for your own actions. If I'm hanging out with DP and I know DP's gonna do something crazy or wants to do something crazy, and I allow DP to do that, I'm just as guilty as DP. But if I'm hanging out with DP and I try to tell him what not to do and how to do it, and he doesn't listen, then me and DP are gonna go our separate ways. I'm going home, you do what you need to do, and then hopefully I don't see you on the news at 10 o'clock news. And throwing away a recruiting prospect. And throwing away a recruiting prospect. It's I talked to a lot of guys from my neighborhood in St. Louis that say shoulda, woulda, coulda, right? I was no saint, but I knew when they was trying to do something wrong, I, and I'm going in a different direction. So you're responsible for yourself, and you can also be responsible for the next man if you don't allow them to do something crazy. That's going to hurt their recruiting process. Every great athlete and coach I know, know of a friend who was a better athlete or a better coach who simply didn't do the things required to get to where they tried to get to. Kenny, thank you, kind sir. Thanks this for episode, having me, brother. This episode is brought to you by the folks of FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook for Locked On. Again, uh, make every moment more. You could do that. Thanks for making Locked On Huskers your first watch and listen. Your second watch and listen should be Locked On College Basketball. Go see Isaac. And Andy, let them take you through college basketball season to get you prepared for March Madness right around the corner. Make it happen. You can find it on YouTube or however you consume your podcast. And we'll close this episode as we do with those three words that mean so much and we love so much. Go Big Red!